Well, Thanksgiving is officially over, but we're not moving on to Christmas just yet. Cue the music. What is up, everyone? You are listening to the Committed Youth Podcast, the official podcast of the high school student ministry of Calvary La Habra in La Habra, California. I am Kevin Melgar, here to help host this episode that is dropping the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, so I guess we can call this our Friendsgiving episode. And with me here co-hosting on today's episode is my friend and fellow youth leader, Brandon Garcia. How's it going, Brandon? What's up, Kevin? I'm very thankful to be on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just all super, super thankful today. And speaking of things that we're thankful for, we're thankful for the other friends that usually help co-host this episode. But due to the craziness of the holidays and life in general, we do not have our other usual co-host, Kayla Cook or Matthew Herrera, on today's episode. But we are joined today by our special student guest, uh, returning to the podcast after his debut appearance in our siblings episode, it is Russell Christensen. What's up, Russell? What's up, Kevin? I'm doing pretty good, but kind of weird coming back. Last time I had both my brothers, now I'm alone. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, you still have your brothers, right? <laughs> yes. Leo's, well, they're both in different states right now, so we'll see. Uh. <laughs> All the chicken nuggets to yourself, though, so that's great. Bro, yeah, wait, when are you going to get me my chicken nuggets? <laughs> In a couple months? Yeah. <laughs> We're waiting for them. I'll buy you some and put a bow on it, and that'll be your Christmas gift. Yeah, there we I'm go. Down. <laughs> well, Russell, I know we know from our, your last appearance on the podcast that uh, chicken nuggets are one of your favorite foods uh, from McDonald's. How far below chicken nuggets does turkey rank in like, your overall food ranking? Bro, I feel like it just depends on the mood I'm in or just how good the turkey is. Like, <laughs> I would say not too far behind. Okay. All right. So uh, <laughs> chicken nuggets in the lead with a turkey nipping at the heels, we'll call it that. <laughs> so in the spirit of Thanksgiving, we will be playing one of our classic icebreaker games on the podcast today, Russell. And today's game is a game called Fake News or For Real News. Thanksgiving edition. Uh, so the way this will work is I'm going to read you a news headline and a news story, uh, which could either be a real news story or a fake news story. So after I finish reading you the story, you're going to have to tell me whether you think it is fake news or if it's for real. So at any point, if you want a second opinion, uh, you can feel free to ask Brandon and uh, see if he can help you out. Although I will say, None of our co-hosts were very much help to uh, Diego on our last episode. So. <laughs> so Brandon's like a lifeline. Yes. Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> Not a very steady one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Russell, are you ready to try this out? Uh, yeah. All right. Let's get started. Okay. Story number one. Headline reads, Seattle Mayor pardons tofurkey so the pardoning of a turkey is a long-standing tradition in the white house every year the president pardons a turkey destined for the thanksgiving table in the spirit of the day the mayor of seattle pardoned a vegetarian tofu turkey known as tofurkey for short the mayor even went so far as to give the tofurkey a name i pardon brayburn the tofurkey 
the mayor proclaimed in the atrium of the Seattle City Hall. While opinions may differ on whether a person can pardon something that was never going to be killed in the first place, all can agree that this is definitely an interesting vegan spin on the classic Thanksgiving tradition. That seems true. <laughs> I can definitely see that happening in today's world. So. <laughs> so, Russell, you're going to say that similar to the president pardoning a turkey at the White House, the Seattle mayor pardoned a tofurkey. You're going to say that is a true story, that that is for real news. Yes, that sounds real. All right. So Russell is saying for real, and he is correct. <laughs> yeah, way to go, I, Russell. How do you come up with that? Like, just eat a turkey or a ham. You can't be that weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, so furky, man. I think it was it was part of like a like a food drive thing, but it's Seattle. People are just they're a different breed up there. They only get like two days of sun in the year, so it starts to affect you eventually. But anyways, tofurkey, yeah, definitely, I, I'm not down. If anyone wants to buy me tofurkey, I might try it. But other than that, I don't think I would ever willingly willingly eat tofurkey. So anybody wants to send in a tofurkey and then see all of us try it, uh, we'd be happy to do that for the podcast. Anyways, story number two. Humane Society urges Americans to choose a shelter turkey this Thanksgiving stressing that the undertaking would provide an extremely rewarding experience for families during the holiday season, the Humane Society released a statement Wednesday urging Americans to choose a shelter turkey this Thanksgiving. Sure, some of our turkeys are a little rougher around the edges, but they also have the most heart. A lot of them have lived long, tough lives and are just looking for a good home, said spokesperson Emily Sullivan, explaining that, while perhaps more aesthetically pleasing, Many of the turkeys found in supermarkets are likely to have been cruelly bred in a factory farm or a turkey mill with little regard to their well-being. There are so many turkeys in our facilities who need a family, so why not adopt instead of paying top dollar for a designer turkey you got through some online dealer? Hopefully this Thanksgiving you can find room for one of these wonderful shelter birds in your nice warm oven. Sullivan added that they also offer the option of fostering a turkey until it finds a loving hungry home so russell do you think that this new story the humane society urging americans to choose a shelter turkey instead of a grocery store turkey this thanksgiving is fake news or for real news that was actually really hard because i want to say that has to be for real but i'm so i'm gonna be so disappointed and sad if it is for real let's lock it in for real all right so Russell is saying that that is a for real news story, and Russell is incorrect. That is fake news. <laughs> Still have faith in humanity. I yeah. thought it was real. <laughs> uh, the people uh, yep. are so soft these days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the world we live in. But okay, so last story, story number three. Russell's one for one right now. We'll see. How he, how he goes in this last story. Story number three. Headline reads, Disneyland makes turkey-flavored ice cream available this Thanksgiving season. A popular ice cream shop located at Downtown Disney recently shared their Thanksgiving series, which includes a whole mix of interesting flavors. The flavors include sweet potato casserole with maple pecans, 
roasted peach and sage cornbread stuffing, and Thanksgiving turkey. That's right, turkey. If you're looking for something more adventurous than pumpkin pie for your dessert this Thanksgiving, these may be a fun option. So, Russell, do you think that uh, Disneyland's Downtown Disney opening up for uh, turkey-flavored ice cream is fake news or for real news this Thanksgiving season? That has to be fake because nobody wants a cold turkey or cold mashed potatoes. So, please say fake news. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Russell, this story, story number three, is for real. What? (laughs) Bro, that's so nasty. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's gross. I was just in downtown Disney on Monday. If I had known that, I would have tried that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got to we got to take a trip and and see if we can still snag some of that uh, Thanksgiving flavored ice cream. I will say I'm more likely to eat turkey flavored ice cream than I am tofurkey. Uh, I'd rather (laughs) I'd rather eat that. (laughs) But yeah, cold turkey, dude. What's tofu, by the way? So tofu is like it's made out of soy but it's like a meat substitute. Like they use it a lot for, you know, vegetarian meals, but it's made out of soy. And it's, it's fake a, meat for those yeah. vegetarians. It's got an interesting oh. texture. I will say that I have had tofu previously and it was definitely an experience. If anyone is listening to this podcast and is vegetarian or vegan, let us know what your favorite brand of tofurkey is. Uh, we'd, we'd love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we love to talk about food uh, when it comes to Thanksgiving. We love to talk about all the turkey, mashed potatoes, everything like that. But really, the whole idea behind the holiday is just to take some time with family and friends and reflect on what we have to be thankful for. And today, that's really our main discussion or it's our main topic for the episode is just being thankful and uh, what that looks like, not only at Thanksgiving, but also throughout the year. So I guess we can start out by asking, uh, what are you thankful for this year? Russell, why don't you start us out? I'm thankful for what the Lord has done in my heart because I think when internship started this last year, I had a bunch of excuses on why I didn't want to do it. But then this year I get another shot at trying internship. So I'm definitely thankful for that. And just, I'm really thankful for the time I've got to spend with my friends this past year. It's been really fun. So. I think those are some of the things I'm thankful for. Nice. And it's cool. It's cool that you, you're you wanting to go out for internship this year for real. Because we were just talking before we started recording that last year you were kind of like a, a fintern, a fake intern. <laughs> Always around the church, but not not technically an intern in the true sense of that you had been accepted into the church program. Yeah, well, he was encouraged to do internship. And like he said, he had excuses. But I believe it was like the day after the deadline, he decided he wanted to do it. And then he asked if he can. And with our internship, you got to be serious about it. We have deadlines and right. And so they were like, sorry, unfortunately, you missed the deadline. Maybe next year. But if it's something you want to do, continue to come around and and help out. And that's what he chose to do. And now look where he's at. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been really cool. Uh, just just getting to watch it all, Russell. It's been really awesome. So what about you, Brandon? What are you thankful for this year? Oh, man, there's a lot. Um, what are we not thankful for? Right. I mean, obviously for my family, um, for our health, I know we're kind of, I don't know if we're towards the end of a pandemic or we're still in a pandemic, wherever we're at with that. Um, but I, 
I am thankful for the fact that I didn't lose anybody uh, during these past few months, years uh, in this pandemic. I'm thankful for our church, uh, for keeping the doors open, for uh, having leadership that is really in tune with the spirit and trusting in God and not fearing man, but more fearing God and doing what God has asked them to do. Uh, thankful that I still have a job. Again, the pandemic, a lot of people lost their jobs. Um, I know in the times now, there's a push for certain mandates to happen and certain people who are against that or they have um, convictions to not go that route are choosing to uh, step down from their jobs. So many people are losing their jobs um, or quitting their jobs. And I'm thankful that I'm in a position to where I don't have to quit and not give in to what society is pushing right now. So again, there's a lot to be thankful for, mainly my health, um, family, church, friends. Um, for you guys, the co-host, right, Kevin, Kayla, Matthew, and even Matthew's wife, Sophia, we've got a cool little friend group going on. We had a Friendsgiving already. So yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to be thankful for, and I'm really appreciative for those that are in my life. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I can definitely say, you know, similarly, I'm grateful for the friends God has brought into my life. and and for family, you know, like you said, the past year going on two years now <laughs> has just been crazy, right? With all the pandemic stuff and, you know, everything that's been happening for me, just because of family situations and health concerns, like I was not going out and doing much for a good portion of 2020 and the beginning of 2021. Like when Matt and Sophie got married, I missed their wedding because of all the like COVID stuff. And, you know, just the fact that for the majority of this year, I've been able to go out and like hang out with people again and, and kind of be out and about and involved in ministry and getting to see everybody in person. That's so huge for me. And I think it's something I really took for granted um, all the years prior to that. But I think this year, just being able to hang out with people, just being able to go to our events that we do, all the stuff with the youth has been has been awesome. So that's definitely something I'm thankful for. And I know I've mentioned it on this podcast before. I am a recent uncle my niece was born this year so super super happy and thankful for that getting to see her grow has been amazing uh, she's already so much bigger than when she was born so yeah just the the whole season um right now definitely not still not an easy one with all the craziness going around and and like you were saying brandon there's so much contention and division over all these different things in society happening but you know grateful for um the peace that we have in christ in the midst of it all and grateful for Again, just the community and, and the friends and family as well that I've been able to continue having these relationships with. So when we talk about being thankful, you know, I feel like especially at Thanksgiving, like it's a time to sit down and be thankful and reflect on everything. But I can say even just speaking for me personally, throughout the year, it's so easy to not <laughs> be thankful. Uh, it's really easy to kind of slip into more of a mindset of complaining or thinking like, oh, well, I wish I had this, or I wish, you know, this, or I wish X, Y, or Z would happen, instead of being thankful for all the things that I do have. But what would you guys say, and we'll start with you, Russell, you know, why can it be difficult to be thankful at times? Why is it so easy to kind of slip away from a mindset of being thankful into that whole mindset of like, oh man, I'm just bummed because I don't have X, Y, or Z, or because this hasn't happened in my life yet, or or whatever it might be, what would you say in general, but also for you specifically, that can make it difficult to be thankful? Uh, kind of like you were saying, just 
getting way too focused on what I don't have and how much I want it and not focusing on everything I do have and everything I should already be thankful for. Um, for me personally, I would say, I think thinking that I'm entitled to it and that everything I do have, I should have it. So kind of like lose the perspective on, I should be thankful for it. Yeah, that would be, that would be it for me. Yeah. And perspective is huge. Would you agree with that, Brandon, or would you have anything to add? Oh, definitely agree. Um, we are just selfish beings, right? We have a sinful nature. It's all about me, me, me. Uh, you, We have to be taught to be good. We don't have to be taught to be bad, right? It's the instinct. And so when things don't go our way, when we don't get things that we want, how are we going to be thankful in that? I know in our current uh, high school discipleship groups, we're talking, we're going through the book of James, and we're talking about trials and how trials are good. And it's like, what? <laughs> you want me to rejoice when hardship is coming? And so it's tough. And again, it's, it's our human nature. It's our sinful nature. And so when things don't go our way, it's, it's easy to not be thankful. And it's like, okay, what can I do to get what I want as opposed to be content with the season you're in and what God has for you? Yeah. For me, talking about perspective, it's it's really easy to get caught up in the comparison game, right? Where it's like, oh man, you know, you lose perspective on what you have because you're constantly comparing yourself to other people. And it's like, well, they're my age and they already are doing X, Y, or Z, right? They've gotten to travel way more than I have, or these people already have like their own place to live. They've got like their house or apartment or whatever, or these people, you know, X, Y, or Z, you can start comparing yourself to other people and saying, oh, why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? And, you know, that's something that can really rob you of your thankfulness if you're not careful. And like I said, in my own life, I've definitely seen that as well, where discontentment can be kind of sneakily creeping up on you when you're constantly, and especially in an age of social media, right? When you're constantly scrolling through everybody else's highlights, that you're like, oh man, why didn't I have anywhere to go tonight? It's like, why wasn't I at downtown Disney with Brandon? Uh, or like, <laughs> you know, like why, why am I not at the beach today? Why am I just like at home sitting on the couch, just scrolling through Instagram? Uh, you know, and things like that, where it's really easy to kind of start comparing yourself or start looking at what everybody else has and then being annoyed because you don't have the same things or the same lifestyle. When in reality, you know, if we could all look behind the thin sheet of glass of that social media, <laughs> we'd see that everybody uh, has moments in their lives that aren't always 100% fun or 100% amazing, even though we sometimes like to present it like that on social media. You know, it it just happens like that. And it, there'll be times in your life that aren't going to be amazing and aren't going to be great, but we can still be thankful for the times that we do get to enjoy and the opportunities and the blessings that we do have. So it's definitely a huge thing um, to not let your perspective get shifted like that. But specifically for us as Christians, you know, we are called to be thankful. Brandon was kind of mentioning our high school discipleships that we've been going through in James and some of the things that even are talked about in that book regarding thankfulness. But Russell, do you have anything to, to say as far as why we specifically as Christians, um, whether it be something in general or even a specific scripture, are called to be thankful or you know what God would want for us in terms of us being thankful? I mean, from a Christian perspective, we have so much to be thankful for. Like, we're saved from our sins and we're, and we get to go to heaven, even though we don't deserve it because we're so sinful. Um, some verses that came to mind was 
Well, I looked it up. Not that they didn't come to mind. Um, <laughs> oh, you just got them all memorized, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I I might have one memorized. We'll see how I do. Uh, okay. Psalms 106. One is... No, I don't have it memorized. I'm going to look at the Bible. <laughs> um, oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. And kind of just thinking on that, just I have so much to be thankful for, and he is good. Um, there was another verse, Psalms 102. Bro, Psalms has so many verses, like so many good <laughs> verses, sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. When I was going through like all the Bible verses, it's thankfulness is the remembrance of what God has done for us. So I was just remembering everything God brought me through and kind of on the other thing, like when I was in those trials, like it was hard for me to be thankful through it. Like, Lord, why is this happening? But in the future, I get to look back and see how much the Lord worked on me through that. So I definitely get to be thankful for how he changed my heart. Yeah, for sure. And it's it's such a huge thing for us as Christians, right? Where, you know, even going back to the book of James, towards the end of that first chapter, it's talking about God being um, the the father of lights, right? And that every good and perfect gift comes from him. And, you know, we as Christians need to be remembering how good God has been to us, not only in the things that we have, right? The possessions or the people that he's placed into our lives, but even just the fact that he has allowed us to be in a relationship with him, that we get to know the truth about salvation, about all these different things. Um, it's a huge blessing. And I think even in our in our worst days or in our worst times, we can still remember, hey, like I still have the hope of the Lord. Um, I love that you brought up, what was it, Psalms 107? The, oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord and his wonderful works towards the children of men. It's a passage that we went through over this past year. Uh, we had a guest speaker come to our church, Larry Powers, um, and we'll find that sermon and we'll put it in the in the description for this podcast episode. That whole psalm is just talking about people throughout the history, and it's specifically talking about the history of Israel and the nation of Israel and how God had brought these people out of their troubles or out of their distress, brought them through these difficult times, um, whether it be people in the midst of health issues, people in the midst of, uh, you know, crazy storms, you know, all these examples that are given in this psalm where God heard their prayers and he delivered them out of their trouble. And then it says that passage that you read, right? Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his wonderful works uh, to the children of men. And, and it's, it's a crazy thing to think that we serve such a good God and that he's just a prayer away. Like, <laughs> that's the most amazing thing is God is only a prayer away. You know, when we remember that, I think it helps kind of put in perspective, like all the things that we're worried about, all the things that we get concerned over, all the things that we're even resentful of because they aren't taking place in our life or that we don't have them. We still, at the end of the day, have a God who's willing to to hear us when we cry out um, and who's willing to to hear our prayers for that, but who also wants to remind us of, of his goodness and, and of how much he has provided for us. Brandon, what would you say other things from the scriptures um, that would call us to be thankful? Yeah, so, I mean, totally agree with Russell. And just the fact that whatever we're in now, we know that eternity will be way better than anything that we get 
in this world, right? Um, but a scripture I have is First uh, Thessalonians chapter five verses sixteen to eighteen, and it says, "Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus." And so again, it's easier said than done, but it says, "Give thanks in all circumstances." Um, anyone that may have lost their job, anyone who's going through a tough time, even in those circumstances, give thanks to God, right? Because God's will for our life is greater than our own wills. What, what we think would be best for us, God knows what is best for us. And so no matter what season you're in, no matter what hardships you're going through, no matter what life throws at you, in all circumstances, give thanks to God. Um, so that's one. And then my, the second one I have is Philippians 4, 6-7. through 7. And it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, um, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Right? And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. But it says, um, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, it says, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So when we do go to God, when we are coming to, to God in prayer, we should be coming with thanksgiving. Again, no matter what you're going through, no matter the season you're in, always be thankful. And it's not just something... Us leaders are telling you, but like I said, it's it's in Scripture. And even as us leaders or adults or whatever you want to say, um, it's not easy for us either. You know, Scripture's telling us to do all this with thanksgiving, and it's tough. There's certain times when I don't want to be thankful for what I'm going through. There's certain times when I say, God, really? Why did you allow this? Like I get into a, a little moment of being like Jonah. I mean, yeah, Jonah. <laughs> and it's like, why, God? Why, right? Like certain people do you wrong. I know Jonah didn't want to go share the gospel with the, the certain people. And so there's times it's like, God, they've done me wrong or there's no way they're going to turn to you. Why am I going to waste my time to go talk to these people after what they've done? I know how they live, right? Um, I was talking with the youth recently who, so our recent discipleship was about favoritism. And not not showing favoritism to anybody, not showing partiality to anybody. And there were some people that aren't part of our youth group that kind of showed up to the event or they were present. And someone in our youth group knows them from school. And they shared with me, like, I saw them and already I didn't want to talk to them because I know how they are. I know who they are at school. So it's not that I don't like them but it would be kind of wasting my time to go and approach them if I know they're not going to receive, right? But then going through the study and the discipleship, he was like, I was so convicted. Like, I shouldn't put judgment on them because of what I've seen. But everyone should be given that opportunity to come to know Christ, right? And we shouldn't let that stop us. If God is telling us, hey, approach that person, go talk to them, share your faith with them, we should be able to do that. And again, at times it's hard to to do that was like God really um, but in all things just be thankful I'm like, okay God thank you for putting this on my heart let me share what you're wanting me to share and like I said we have our sinful nature so it's kind of what we want I'm going to do it if I want to do it I'm going to get what I want but there's times when God's like no I'm not giving that to you this season but I want you to do this for me during this season and so in all things just be thankful and going to Christ for that I think going back to the scripture you shared first Thessalonians five sixteen through 18, I love that it says, um, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. A lot of times, 
people, students uh, will ask like, oh, how do I know what God's will for my life is? Or, <laughs> you know, like, where does God want me? Or what what does God want me to do? And I know in those contexts, they're asking like, where do I go to college? Or who am I supposed to marry? And stuff like that. But I think in the practical everyday things, if you want to know what God's will is for you, God's will is for you to be thankful. <laughs> God's will <laughs> is for you to pray without ceasing. God's will is for you to be rejoicing always. Even when we don't know the answers to the big questions of these major milestones in our lives, like, you know, picking a college or doing all these different things or knowing exactly where God wants us or what he has for us, we can still walk in faithfulness in what we do know, um, specifically God has asked of us. And that's one of those things like we read in that chapter is being thankful. So it's definitely super important uh, to remain thankful in the midst of whatever situation we're going through and to constantly be reminding ourselves of what we have to be thankful for. Any other things to add, Russell, in terms of, you know, why we can still be thankful even when it doesn't seem like we have a lot to be thankful for, um, even when we're going through a difficult time or a difficult season? Um, a verse that came to mind was Second Corinthians 12, 9-10. It's a promise from God, and it just it reminds me of so much I should be thankful for, because... It talks about when I'm in, when I'm going through something hard, like he's my strength. Uh, can I read the verse really quick? Yeah, go for it. All right. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I will take pleasure in infirmities and re- in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And this year, that like spoke to my heart because um, I went through some stuff. And just reading that verse, I was like, when I'm at my weakest, he's at his strongest because I'm finally at the end of myself. I'm like, I can't do this alone and I need him. And just knowing that he's there and that because of him, I can make it through whatever I'm going through. Just, I was so thankful for that. Yeah, and it's it's that's the thing. Where it's so easy to forget where when we're going through difficult things, God's working out something in our hearts and in our lives. And like you said, right, it can be such an amazing opportunity to realize how strong God is in our weakness, or how faithful He is in the midst of our trials. And we often need to go through those difficult times in order to learn those things. So it, definitely keeping in mind the hope that we have in God and that he can work through the good times and the bad, that's something to be thankful for, even in the midst of times that don't seem like we can be very thankful. But yeah, the the verses that Brandon had mentioned before, James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, uh, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete lacking nothing. So this whole idea of like, if you want to be, when it says perfect and complete, lacking nothing, it just means a wholeness, right? If you want a wholeness to your spiritual life, if you want to be a well-rounded Christian, you know, that patience that we learn by going through trials, that's going to be something that helps us grow and become Christians that are complete. And so, you know, that's the reason why we can, like it says in, in that chapter one, verse two, count it all joy when we come into various trials, because we know, like you were saying, Russell, that it's teaching us something that's working out something in our lives. So for sure. But Brandon, anything to add? So in Psalm 6930, 
It says, I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify him with thanksgiving. And so just when we're out and just doing our daily walks and living our lives, right? People should know that we are followers of Christ by the way we are. And it says to magnify him with thanksgiving. So make him known. Like it should be big, right? And just, oh, thanks to God. If people praise you uh, for something that you're doing that God has allowed you to do. You should give glory to God. Don't let pride take over. Don't don't give yourself over to pride. But in all things, just give give glory to God. If someone says, "Oh, you did this or you did that," and they go, "Yeah, thanks, God. I couldn't do it without God," or right, and magnify who God is through Thanksgiving. So, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of that, that's a good practical tip for people. Are there any other practical ways or any other practical tips that you would say, Russell, as far as? ways that people can cultivate thankfulness or display thankfulness in their daily lives. You know, it's easy at Thanksgiving when, you know, if you're sitting down at a table with family, the question will sometimes come up like, Oh, what are you thankful for? And we go around and do that. But even outside of that specific, you know, Thanksgiving day or season, how can we be thankful, you know, just as we go about our day to day activities? All I could think of was like throughout my day, just try to remember like, Try to think of everything I should be thankful for, like a house. Most, a lot of people don't have that. A sometimes good mom. Some people don't have that. Um, <laughs> as I'm saying that, my mom's like with her phone and she's kind of like frowning at me. But um, <laughs> kind of like earlier, just the perspective I have, just try to focus on the things I do have and everything I should be thankful for. That's a good answer. I think taking that time to think about all the stuff that you have and that you've been given, especially like we were saying before, right? When you start, when your brain starts tricking you into that comparison game or into that shift in perspective where you're just thinking about all the stuff that you don't have and all the things you wish you had, those are the times where you can combat it with thinking, no, my life is good. Like God's given me a lot and he's provided a lot of things for me and, and start listing that off in your head. I think that's a good way to, to fight the discontentment that can creep into our lives and to replace it with thankfulness. But I think something that Brandon said already is when you pray, making sure that you don't just pray to ask God for things, but also take some time in the midst of that prayer to be thanking God for what he's already given you. That's super, super important. And like we said, it's something that we see commanded in scripture. Brandon, anything else to add before we close this out? Just try to avoid comparison. You will always find someone that has more than you, that looks like things are going better than you. But at the end of the day, your walk with the Lord is unique. Whatever the Lord has blessed you with, wherever the Lord has placed you at, uh, whoever the Lord has placed around you, it's for you. It's for your good, right? Because we can always look at anyone, anyone else other than us, but we don't know what they're going through. I mean, look at all the celebrities that have committed suicide. They've had it all, the money, wealth, fame, friends, nice houses, nice cars, whatever. And we think that's the end goal, right? That's what we want. If we had that, then this. But the fact that they're not happy, the fact that they're still wanting more, something else. Um, so the Lord won't give you. The Lord will only give you what you can handle, right? So maybe you don't have <laughs> nicer shoes. Maybe you don't have uh, a nicer car. Maybe you don't have your license. Maybe whatever. Uh, because the Lord's probably protecting you from yourself, Right. And so, again, not comparing ourselves to anybody else, but be thankful for where the Lord has us now with everything that the Lord has given us. I mean, if you don't have a name brand shoes or whatever, you still have shoes. 
right? If you don't have both your parents, well, maybe you still have one. If you're living with your grandparents, you're still living with family members who love you. But I don't know the circumstances, but there's always positivity that you can see out of that. You can always go back and give God thanks. And the enemy is sneaky, and he's going to try to put doubt in our minds. He's going to try to uh, get us down and depressed to where we just give up and try to walk away from the faith or whatever. The enemy has been scheming since the beginning. And the best thing we can do, uh, yeah, give thanks to God and continue praying with God. But we're always telling you guys accountability. Find someone you can talk to. Find someone that will pray with you. Uh, be open with your parents. Be open with family members uh, so they know what's going on in your mind. Right? There's a lot of uh, people who did the whole mass shootings and school shootings and stuff, and they were just fighting demons in their heads, and their parents had no clue what was going on. Um, so if you're if you're hurting, if you've got something going on, uh, if you're in a season where it's hard to be thankful because of whatever it is you're going through, open up with your parents. Share with a leader. Find a, a pastor, someone you can go to so you're not walking alone. So someone can be praying with you. Uh, giving you scriptures to go off of because again scriptures is the living word of god that's god speaking to you um but whatever it is you're going through if again if it's hard to be in a season of thankfulness right now find out why like what's going on and find someone you can share with i think that that's huge right now yeah for sure so really good stuff um really great to talk to you guys about this as we exit the thanksgiving season and transition to christmas i think it's always a good idea to not just breeze over the things we're thankful for as we get ready to put our wish list together. <laughs> uh, so definitely some good time uh, reflecting on what we have to be thankful for, thinking about how we can cultivate more gratitude in our lives. So thank you guys for taking some time to talk about this. We'll be back in our next episode. Our next episode will be our last episode of this season, our last official episode of the season as we're drawing closer to the end of the year. So it's definitely been a great year podcasting with all of you guys and everybody who's listened in shout out to you guys for uh for listening into this podcast and we'd love to hear from you if you are listening in uh if you have any questions about thankfulness if you want to know where to send the tofurkey uh so that we can all try it and <laughs> let you know our feedback uh or if you want to buy us some turkey flavored ice cream uh you can get in contact with us on Instagram at committed youth is where you can find us on Instagram, or you can also send us an email committed YTH at gmail.com is our email address. Again, that's committed YTH at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you. So from all of us here on the podcast today, and from all of us at committed youth, we are going to say God bless and goodbye. Bye everyone. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>